Hello and welcome to episode 112 of the PowerPod. You're here with your host, Mark and Owen. Sing your own type of music. Sing your own special song. I love that meme. Oh, wow. I, I, is that meme? It is a currently meme, but I, I just keep Nick Cage and um, Pedro Pascal in the car. Ah, very nice. Uh, the, mu- the music's in the background. Is, is, that, fucking is that on TikTok? Yeah, TikTok. It's, also, it's crossing over into Instagram. It's crossing over. Uh, I've seen a few Instagrams I'll, I'll, of it. I'll see you in a few weeks. <laughs> I'll, I'll catch that in a few weeks I'll now. see you on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I've, been, I've been creeping back into Facebook a bit, you know. Just spying, really? just spying on the neighborhood watch and stuff like that, you know. Every so often, I remember I have a Facebook and I click onto. I'm like, oh, yeah. what a different time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> people use this messenger. Messenger still is tied to Facebook. I, just, you know? uh, I still use yeah. messenger to uh, contact people. I mostly use WhatsApp now. WhatsApp. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, one of them. One of them. You sold out. You sold out. Yeah, that's also Facebook as well. Yeah, it is also Facebook. So. It's also Meta. Oh, meta. It's, it's all the part of the metaverse. It's, a, it's all one kind of zeitgeist. It's a, it's a hive mind. Yeah, man. It's the future. Um, no, yeah, because I don't... Do I ever use... I literally don't use Facebook. I will once every, like, three years update my profile picture. I haven't updated my profile picture in six years. <laughs> 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 I think I'm... Uh, no, like, I think I'm 18 in my profile picture. Um, but yeah. Ah, there's no points. I log on once a year to check uh, who said happy birthday to me on my on my Facebook. Do you still get that? Yeah, do you? I don't get that. A few fucking credits, do you? Nah, but I'm blessed. I'm blessed. It's very cute. Nah, you know? fuck them. <laughs> it's like comments. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck up. <laughs> don't come on my page again. God, I really hope none of them will listen to this podcast. Oh, I'm no, so no. sorry. <laughs> Thank you for the happy birthday wishes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so, I think it's really cute. So uh, thoughtful. Yeah, I only go on Facebook to check um, check what the old people are up to, you know, see what, mm. the, what the vibes are. Uh, and then, like you know, the, like the are you putting your pulse on the culture right there? Yeah, really, like finger on the pulse. Yeah, f- yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, finger on the pulse because it's like it's like half the population you never really have any contact with them, and so it's it's good to kind of get back in touch with them, see what they're thinking, and then a lot of the memes that are shared on Facebook have like come around to being funny again because of like how bad they are. <laughs> so it's just kind of like it's 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 good. A lot of the meme pages, I'm just like, that's good. It's like, Facebook that's is funny. very um, local because you know the way on Twitter you'll see shit from like. Kanye West or you know international figures or like random people from America that are just like for some reason their tweet has gone viral you don't really go viral on Facebook do you? Ah yeah because you have to follow the page yeah you have, to, you have to be following it you don't really get recommended things yeah from what I know from what I remember because I can't think of seeing stuff that went you know viral on Facebook yeah like well, specific statuses like sure like videos and stuff like that would have but mm. like specific statuses it doesn't have yeah you just get to do like uh someone share like you know they share this or your mom's gonna die tonight or stuff like that you know <laughs> <laughs> people just share it that way it's way more yeah it's way more localized like and share this and win 50 grand <laughs> yeah 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 I, actually I, I seen one of them the other day is uh you know the way like you know the girls have babies and they just delete all social media except for Facebook like apparently yeah, it's, yeah. it's really weird Yeah, it's like every girl I know has had a baby only like mainly uses Facebook now I suppose to keep in touch with family and stuff it's I think from I always remember Blind Boy talking about like how people use different mm. social medias and like Twitter is to like really put yourself out as like intellectual to like on an international scale like yeah, yeah. so here are my thoughts here are my thoughts here, here's my my ideas on mm. on specific topics whatever mm. instagram is for photos and curating like a perfect life for yourself facebook is for the family the fam 
Yeah, yeah. And it is. It makes sense. But one of them put up a, uh, it was like, you know those those posts? I don't know if you if you ever see. I've seen them years. It's like, uh, share this now. Facebook uh, will own all of your content and like all of your like identity if you do not share this and explicitly say that you don't Shit, get consent. Fuck, I should have shared it's it. It's like, fuck. <laughs> it's like this one guy in like uh, Ohio. He was uh, right. <laughs> wrote this thing. And he's like, like it was written like a week ago. And this girl, this girl I know shared it. I was like, "What the fuck? What year?" Like, it's like she's not. She's not. Literally, she's what year is she's this? She's not like. She's, like she's younger than me. I was yeah. like, "What age are you?" Like, what? Like you've seen like, these? Come on. I've seen these like literally like dozens of times before. Like, what are you doing? But like you know, at the same time, it's it's hard to. It's like it's it's way harder to hate on people on Facebook. You know, except for all the racist stuff yeah but like it's, it's just, <laughs> most of it's just like <laughs> just kind of like ah oh, look at that That's, yeah. uh, there's something you know. mad um, quaint cute about Facebook it is yeah yeah it's, it's, it's the way like, old people are cute yeah it's know. just like ah uh, yeah like the, the the neighborhood watch pages are always gas are you, do you follow yours no they're so funny like cause like Shoot, should I start using Facebook it's, it's just funny it's, is Facebook more healthy to like Look at comment sections than it is on Twitter. Um, I wouldn't say so. No. Yeah, no, I was I gonna say, say I don't so. think so. <clears throat> like the last, remember our Ireland Simpsons fans used to be a big thing. Oh yeah, remember that? That's gone. That that thing is like it's so unfunny. It's it's like it's, it used to be good. It's like it's like fa- how it's it's unfunny the same way Facebook was maybe like um five it's unf- five, five six years ago. It's unfunny like how the Simpsons got. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like it's not funny at all. There's never any likes. The people comment, they're all just like like idiots. Mm. Um, I don't read the comments really because I'm not really interested. I just kind of like flick through it. It's quite wholesome. Because you're seeing, oh, there's like this guy I met like a, like 10 years ago uh, in a pub and like he's doing well. Uh, there's like my, like uh, I don't know, my co- my third cousin removed. He's like, um, you know he's posted a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, let's log well, on. The, the gas thing is as well, like my my logins for Facebook is, a, is an email just that I don't use. I don't have any access to it. Really? Yep. That's how old it is. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... it's 91 notifications, Jesus. You're a popular boy. <laughs> it's just loads of people's... Fa- uh, why does Facebook do that? Facebook's like... Uh, someone's it's a matter such of birthdays. Such, such and such uh, shared a photo, such and such's birthdays. Like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Why are you telling me this? It's like... Uh, I've got a friend request. This person invited you to, like, um, like Newcastle Ponies. Um, are you attending this event? Literally, uh, everyone in Swansea next week. No, I'm not. Everyone that is, uh, are they? Lo- are these friend requests? Let's see. Let's see. Give me a look. I'm an, I'm the Facebook expert. Are here. these friend requests? Or are they people that are trying to? Or is that telling me to? No, that's recommending. Don't. It's recommending. Yeah, okay, don't. yeah. So these are the only. Yeah, I got two friend requests, these both from family members. Yeah. Who I don't know. <laughs> I still get friend requests. Oh no! Wait, I know one of them. From a year, one of them is from a year ago. Let me see if I'm bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've won from like seven years ago, but if I accept it, it'd be too, it'd be so embarrassing. It'd just be so embarrassing. I, 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 the earth has swallowed me up. But I still get requests from like old, like older people in work. That's very cute. Like actually, no, great little thing, great little side note. Um, one of the lads, he's like a, or one, one of the guys I work with, he's kind of like, he's like a bit older. He's quite a bit older than me. He has like kids and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, he added me as a friend on Facebook, and I accepted his his request. He sent me a text saying, oh, thanks for uh, accepting my request, Mark. I was like, you are so wholesome. You deserve the best. You deserve everything. You're such a nice guy. Uh, it's like, thank you. Well, it's like, of course. No worries. Of course, I'm your friend. 
I think as well that a lot of uh, Facebook posts, specifically pictures, are Instagram synced up. Yeah, a lot of them are, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Defo. So. But no, no, the, uh, Mad. The, the, our neighborhood watch pages around here, they're on fire. They're on fire. Just people talking about random things, being, like, scared. See, you don't have... My problem is that we have refugee uh, protests up the road. Oh, right. So th- I Our feel like that. Is, I feel yeah. like that would be covered in the neighborhood watch. Is like watch out for you know rapist gangs of immigrants. Go fuck yourself. Oh you yeah, the, they, they can the fight ga- back against them. You know what the gas thing was? Ah. So uh, they they protest around where I do uh, jujitsu, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm all like very wide variety of different people, different backgrounds and stuff like that. So I never know, you know. What the political ideas of some people would be. Mm. So we're all standing outside and they're there like chanting, whatever. And every single person there was like, Can we just ask Ushin, like the head coach, can we just go kick the shit out of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can so we all just go? And it's like different, everyone's different ages. Every single person's like, Let's just fucking go down there and batter them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no. I just like, I did not think that it's way more universally. Mm. against them than it is for them. Oh, because okay, you see yeah. so many comments and so many posts on you know take or take not tiktok um twitter mm. and you know facebook comments and stuff like that that would make you believe that that voice is a lot more widespread than it is mm, yeah, yeah even the even the the protests you were at the anti one weren't you no i wasn't it was a yeah. huge protest wasn't oh it? that was massive yeah yeah. yeah yeah they had a lot of uh a lot of speakers and stuff like that the only thing the in comparison is like the the anti um what you call it, or like the and the anti-immigrant, the anti-immigrant protests. They're all like they're. You are you are the anti-anti. And the anti, and the anti, and I was protesting against protests. Um, no, but like they're they're way more like not like more organized, but like they just have they're like it's way more of an echo chamber with them. Like yeah. they, they'll get themselves riled up really easy. Whereas the 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 main like the big protest against all that stuff, which I was at, it was just kind of like just it was just random people and stuff. It was just yeah. it was just like everyone's like yeah, this is a lot of bollocks, and. Um, but no, it's like everyone's kind of like holding hands and like singing songs. It's just like, it's 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 good, but it's like it doesn't really do anything. Like, yeah. it's just kind of like a show. Like, it's a showcase that like you're you're the minority. Not the, they're not the minority. Yeah, it's, it's you're just the real it's minority. just saying, <laughs> yeah, you are a lot of idiots. Uh, you know, um, and we're against whatever you're doing. Whereas they're like, we will kill anyone who stands in our way. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Which is like, we will like, drink the blood of your ch- of yeah, our enemies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally different. Like some of the absolute nutters that you see. I actually, start, I start. Like uh, some of the videos I started actually getting to work, uh, like posted by these like absolute loons mm-hmm. <clears throat> onto like uh, YouTube and like Facebook and like the different social media platforms, and it's just like these people are literally like straight up insane. Yeah, most of the people that are like even part of those or even like symp- sympathize with those protests. I don't actually watch those videos because if they did, they'd be like, "This is this, is, yeah, this your man's is, fucking yeah, insane, it's crazy," you know. Um, there's a lot of people that are like severely detached from reality that believe in that type of stuff oh no yeah yeah they have no idea what's going on like literally they're a danger to themselves yeah Um, and a lot of them have like been like detained yeah or like uh, committed like quite recently as well it's pretty funny Um, because they just like openly make threats against Garda it's like what are you doing (laughs) it's like what kind of strategy is that (laughs) what do you think (laughs) is going to happen if you do that yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're just looking for an excuse but the government's way more like will bend like you even say already like Oh, we're going to be tough on immigration. They're way more... They'll bend much more to something like that than they would. It's like a lot of... You know... Please give us homes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If a million people got up, got you know, lined the streets and were like, oh, I want a home. 
and they all sing Kumbaya, everyone's just going like, yeah, whatever. But it's like, you get like 500 people, and they're all throwing shit around. They're like, we're going to kill Leo Varadkar and bomb a guard station if you don't, uh, you know, do whatever. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, actually, um, you know what? They're right. They have a point. The acts of revolution. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway. How do we start talking about this? Facebook. Facebook. Load of bollocks. Yeah, Facebook's <laughs> a load of bollocks. It's a load of bollocks, but it's cute sometimes. Yeah, it can be cute. It's very cute. Tell you what else is a load of bollocks, Mark. What? The Predator. The Predator. Our final installment in the Predator half of the Alien vs. Predator franchise review before we get onto our final two <laughs> installments. <laughs> <laughs> Alien vs. Predator. The prelude to the prelude. Yeah, the prelude to the, to the bits that actually are the actual... Like, we did Alien vs. Predator franchise, but really we just did the Alien franchise, then the Predator franchise, and then we will do the Alien vs. Predator films. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, even though I think we've talked... Have we talked about more films? No, we've only talked about four films that came out after Alien vs. Predator. Uh, yeah, 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 so, you're right. Yes, yeah, so we did six films pre-Alien vs. Predator. Uh, nearly half of the films that we talked about came out after Alien vs. Predator mm. but however we're going back in time next and week and we actually could make it more even if we did Prey but we're not doing Prey because we already talked about Prey we already talked about Prey, talked about Prey. Yeah. Um, yeah this is the 2018 28 you're, you're correct installment uh, directed by Shane Black a la Iron Man 3 and he did the nice guys Oh, he did so much. He's done so much. Nice Guys is good. I can't remember. I've never seen it. I think this is the follow-up to The Nice Guys. I think Nice Guys is 2015, 2016. Um, yeah, he did one of those like like 80s, 90s action films. Like, it's like Breaking Point. Or you know, there's like one of those names. I he think did. he did do Breakpoint. Something no, like I, that. No, you, it's you know, it's like it has one of those names. I yeah, can't know what yeah. it's called. Though. Something Break or yeah, something yeah. Point. It's like, yeah, uh, you know, uh, Arch Peak and Bullet World. <laughs> Something like that. You did one of them. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Was, was that it? I was way five. off. I was no. way off. It's 2005. He, okay, you know, he hasn't read any. I thought he did a lot of 90s films. He wrote. Such a fraud. He wrote Lethal Weapon 2 and uh, the last what, action hero. That's what I was thinking of. Because uh, he, he's mainly a writer. He, he wrote Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so he wrote it. He didn't direct them. <laughs> yeah, Lethal Weapon. That's what I was thinking of. Because um, he's mainly a writer. Bro, he's. Fuck, I forgot about this. He's also in Predator. He's Is the, he? He's the ah. guy with glasses in Predator. He's in the original film. That's why they got this. That's why they got him to uh, to direct this one. I forgot. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's in the original Predator. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Let's change my view. <laughs> Let's change everything about this film. Yeah, because I think they said to him. I watched a video. Okay, because I watched a video about this film's. Uh, Production, because this film is a fucking mess. And uh, I don't even remember him in Predator. No, I bear. I think he's the f- first kill. Looks like a nerd. Yeah, he's a nerd. He's the guy that's just like, yeah, he makes all the pussy jokes. You know, oh. the way it's like, it's like, he's like, uh, oh, and then there's there's more in this one. Is there more? In there this? is. Is there pussy jokes in this one? Because he's like, you're so push. Sheesh, you're oh, push. You're pushy. There is. And she's like. You said eat my pussy. Like, is that fuck? a call? What, what, like, what is this interaction? What, yeah. what, like, why is this in the script? That, that makes more sense now. But even the key, the key and peel, keys uh, <laughs> interactions with the guy with schizophrenia. 
mm. are like loads of like pussy jokes and stuff like that. Mm. Is that a callback or like Shane Black just kind of writes like that anyway, so it probably isn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is a callback to Predator 1984. <laughs> <laughs> there is some awful callbacks in this film. Get to the nice. choppers. I was uh, I was awful. <laughs> I was awful. The choppers. And what does she calls? She calls the alien. No, the alien. She calls the predator. You are one. She calls him like an ugly motherfucker, but she doesn't call him exactly that. Mm. She calls him something along those lines. Yeah, I don't remember. But it's just so. It comes across as so forced. Um, mm, a lot of it does. I hate all the callbacks to the original film in this because they're all so forced. Mm. They're all like, did you get the reference? <laughs> and they're not even vaguely clever. Like They're so obvious to what they're... Marvel-esque, one might They're say. Marvel-esque. Um, yeah. I mean, I talked about this film before that like I watched this film on an airplane and I was like, I regret watching this. <laughs> this one? This one. This, ah, is the, yeah. this is the one that I watched on an airplane. I was like, God, I could have watched so many better things. What was the other one? What was the other one you watched? <laughs> Free Solo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great plane trip. <laughs> Free Solo. On, an, on the back of someone's head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually would have been better off watching on an iPhone because <laughs> they're using those shitty little earphones as well. <laughs> Only one that works. <laughs> oh man, why do flights still have them? Yeah, that's grim. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, I I originally watched this film on an airplane. I was like, that was such a waste, and I haven't seen it since then. <laughs> ruined your holiday. It ruined the holiday, man. <laughs> I thought about that film like nearly every day. <laughs> every so often, I think about this film. And I'm just like, that film is so bad. Mm. And then I watched it for now. And I thought, this film is even worse than I remember it being. God, I I don't like this film at all. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's better than Alien Resurrection. It is, it is. It that is, is a God almighty low bar. <laughs> the, the lowest possible bar, yeah. Um, but it's I think it's the second worst film that we've watched in this franchise. I can't think of anything worse, to be honest. But like at, at the same time, first hour of the film, it's okay. Like it's just okay. Yeah. It's there's nothing terribly wrong with it. It's it's the way it's shot, so flat and like way too colorful and clean. It's like it's very out of sync. It's it's nothing. There's no continuity with any other film yeah. in Predator or Alien franchise. Um, and then all the quips and stuff like that. It's way more. It's a sh- it's a it's a shame black film way more than it is anything out of the can of like of or any even remotely sci-fi at all yeah it yeah. just could, could it, it could just be an action film like the, like, the, the mcguffin could be anything you know yeah I, because that's the thing is like when this film started I was like this doesn't even need to be predator yeah it's, it's just there's <laughs> this no could just be any other alien or like any made up it could be a new brand new ip yeah, yeah, and it would make a single difference because the alien or the, I keep the alien the predator doesn't hunt whatsoever there's no aspects of the original films like we've had at this point there was three films and they decided oh we'll try well I guess Alien vs Predator but we'll try something new mm. with the idea of the Predator but at that stage why the fuck are you making it a Predator film <laughs> yeah just start something else just go somewhere else like if someone isn't looking at Michael Myers and be like we should make a rom-com <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but it's in the Halloween universe yeah. You know, fans will never expect that. Mm. Fans won't like that. Fact. That's the thing is like there's expectations with a franchise. Mm. You know, I feel like you can get mad formulaic with 
with franchise films. But there's nothing wrong with a formula if you spice up little aspects of it and just make it good. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Prey is more or less the same film as, like, Predator and Predator 2. Yeah, yeah. It's people getting hunted down by a predator. Mm-hmm. But it's a good version of it. Mm-hmm. It's also refreshing because there hasn't been one like that for literally, like, nearly... 30 years by the time the parade came out yeah and it was just it was just done well it stuck to the stuck to the formula mm. in a way that you know as you say wasn't uh wasn't just a rehash it was uh the basic idea just kind of mapped onto a new you know story yeah and um, which is what you should be going for in something like that the predator is really like not like any other film that we've watched in this canon no I really know. at all it's just like it's just like a zany action film um, it's it's also like because I hadn't seen we watched the last like ten minutes or whatever yeah I hadn't seen this part um, because this film is like also like it's, it's the only film that you can't actually watch yeah it's not on anything it's not on anything it's for it, good Di- reason Disney <laughs> Disney just pulled it Disney I'm pretty sure Disney Disney most have the rights to this this is a Fox film so yeah they would yeah they 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 have rights but for some reason it's not on Disney Plus um, but the last ten minutes are like absolutely sh- like. Like shambolic. Yeah, it's so bad. You you could see like from the start of the film, you can see the kind of yeah, hey kid, yeah, looks like we got company kind of like you know. It's like he's the uh, sergeant or was it Captain McKenna? He's like he's like the he's the guy. He's like he's he's uh, the Ryan Gosling kind of like avatar in this film. He's just kind of like stony face. He's an action hero. He does whatever he wants. He doesn't yeah. play by the rules. I think they were because again, I watched the a video about the production. I think they were meant to get. They're trying to get Ryan Gosling or something like that. They got. They got literally the bargain bin. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he, he vaguely did. looks like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, and that's va- it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You know what? I think it actually was meant to be Ryan Gosling because they done the nice guys before, and Shane yeah. Black directed that, uh-huh. and Ryan Gosling is in that. So I think it was meant to. I think if I remember that right, it was meant to be Ryan Gosling, but they couldn't get him. Yeah, no doubt. So they went. So he pulled out the Bragman version of him. Like, I like that actor. He's good in Logan, but that's the only thing I've seen him in. Yeah, but this is the way. Yeah, no, he like he can't be. You know, I'm sure he wasn't working with, with gold. You know, listen, the script ain't that good. But like the way he's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah. I gotta tell mom about that. I'm got, so cool. You got your own desk. Gotta tell mom. Well done, kid. It's like that's your son. You haven't seen him in months. Yeah, no. It's like I don't give it give a damn about anything. I don't care about my men. I'm a gun. <laughs> I'm a soldier. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I just know the sound it makes when it takes someone's life. 17 confirmed kills. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, they got a bogan. They're trying to pin it on me. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Stop. yeah. Stop. I went rogue. Shot a CO. But even, uh, yeah, just to jump to the end of this film. <laughs> just for a second. <laughs> before, before we go back to the start. Because we're going to jump to the and end and then go back to the start. into the middle. Like the way that we always do these type of things. The way that this film ends is that they're like, oh yeah, there's two predators in this film. Which again, why is it called the predator if there's two predators? But regardless, mm. um, I guess they couldn't call it predators. The predators. So they're just like, oh, we can't call it predator. It's called so, the predators. But there's already predators. No, the predators. Oh, they could have they could have called it the predators. That's actually a better name. That yeah, is a better name. Yeah, the predators. Um, but then everyone would be like, oh yeah, it's two predators in this. But like the photo, the the poster is like a predator with a bigger predator pulling out his head. So it's already on the poster that there's two predators. No. Instead of the film tells you that there's two predators. It's not a secret that there's two <laughs> predators. <laughs> it's just a bad title. Yeah. Um, in the original script, 
there was like eight different predators and they're all different types. There was medic predators. There was soldier predators. There was Medi- sni- medic predators. Medic predators. That's no, the worst stop, idea I've ever heard. Stop. Why? <laughs> it's just like, wait, what does it do? It just comes out and like helps the other predators. Like, yeah, oh, look, like, there it is. It's just like, fucking time out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's waving his flag. Yeah, yeah. MSF little, on his back. Yeah, little Red Cross. <laughs> um, so yeah, the... The big predator is dead, and the little predator that it was hunting, because it's like, oh, it's a traitor, um, left humans a super suit called the Predator Killer. A super suit? A suit? Where's my a super, super suit? suit? Damn, we should talk about Incredibles. We should, yeah. Um, we've never, actually, we've never done The Incredibles. We've never done a lot of the Pixar films. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them just not. not yeah, do we do Monster Inc. before? Monster Inc. and The Incredibles. What a double bill that would be. Finding Nemo. What's your Finding opinion? Nemo's. Wait, remember we ranked the Pixar films? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we ranked them. Yeah. yeah. Finding Nemo was like A tier. A tier. I'm not a huge fan. No. Uh, That's what we we clashed a. hugely on that one. I think we settled on B tier for that. Yeah, and you hate up. Why was that like up? Yeah. So that was. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, the. Remember, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, bargaining or whatever yeah, the yeah. for. Um. But no, um, yeah, they give him a super suit that's like called the Predator Killer. But the guy is just like, oh yeah, our friend, he wanted to, he wanted to give us this. He was trying to deliver us this. He was trying to you know help us out. Then why, when the when the original Predator, the smaller Predator, when he lands, just immediately start killing people straight away, <laughs> like straight away, isn't even yeah. trying to like. And these are meant to be like intelligent, super intelligent, can can communicate with humans. Mm. We see that later on in the film. The big Predator hacks into terminals, so he's like, "I want the hero called McKenna. You have ten minutes before I come after you." Yeah. Like he properly talks does to that them. Actually, that, happen. that does happen. I know that you missed a bit of the film. That does happen. Oh he hacks God. all the terminals at one stage. <laughs> the predator hacks. Yeah, he hacks. He, is it, is it, is it the green numbers and stuff? Oh, like, he just puts up his like, things. Like, Mess with the thing on his wrist. I've hacked into the mainframe. Like, I have your IP address. Like, There's one warrior amongst you. His name is McKenna. But then the plot twist is like, whoa, he's actually talking about the kid, not the, not oh. the big guy. Because in this film. Autism is a superpower. Anyway, we'll get on to that. Yeah. Um, so they can communicate with people properly. Yeah. But for some reason, this part is like, I really want to give you this gift, but I just can't stop killing. What's the, there's something like, I love stabbing. Stabby stab. What's that from? It's something oh, it's, it's uh, Futurama. Is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. it's the robot. Yeah, the <laughs> I just ro- can't stop stabbing. The robot devil, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's the... Yeah, he's got like a similar design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like one of Bender's mates. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. I knew it was like Simpsons. It was Matt Gorning somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of Futurama recently. Futurama's good, man. It actually really is. Futurama's very Even good. Even the new, the reboot of Futurama. I forget about... Is that out? No, in... They're bringing it back again, I think. <sighs> Please don't. Please <laughs> don't. Because like, it's... There's first six seasons and then there's those, those movies. No, it's first five seasons and there's those movies. I hated those movies. They were terrible, in my opinion. And then they can Bender's big score is alright. That big tentacle one is not good. Beast with a billion backs is yeah, like such that. a load of bollocks. It's it's unbelievable. But then they rebooted the series again, um, just as like a normal T V series. And it was actually it was actually it was actually really good. Yeah. It was actually pretty good. And then it got worse and worse. It's, it's, I think it did three more seasons and they're like less and less good. If they reboot it again, it's just gonna be like Dog shit. But anyway, um, the, like the third dimension. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exponentially yeah. gets worse. Exponentially worse, yeah. Diminishing returns. Um, but yeah, like as you said, like this film is just so 
bland looking. It's too clean. Yeah, it's way too clean. It's like it looks too modern. There's too much CGI. It looks. It feels kind of like like a yeah. Like the C, the CGI was also like really bad as well. Ah, uh, there's. Why is there predator dogs? Like, is there? Is that? Did I miss something? Or is that explained <laughs> at all? Not... Why are there predator hounds? Is it a thing? It must be a thing in the comics. The comics, maybe. But Who, like... who's read the comics? Oh yeah. Who's read? Is it? It's not like they're appealing some mad, you know, f- rabid fan base. It's the Predator comics, you know. I wonder if any of them are good. I don't know. I don't really read comics. To, to look into. We'll look into. We'll start reviewing. Talk about looking into things. Just to bring us back to our uh, strawberry milk and yop discussion. Ah, oh, the yops. Yeah, this is a. I was asking. Uh, that was my question of the week last week. I was asking everyone you ever got yopped. Uh, but I was telling people, people like, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people start crying and stuff. Yeah, it's PTSD. <laughs> um, I got strawberry milk. It's decent. Uh, Solid 7 out of 10. Strawberry milk. Did you try any the chocolate milk one? No, because I already have chocolate milk. Oh, Sorry, okay. I haven't. I didn't get Yop. I only got Muju. Oh. I wasn't able to find Yop anywhere. You got banned. I got a... <laughs> what is that other... There's something else that's like Yop. Ah. Uh, Yakult. Is that it? No, no, so. it's not that. It's called Actimel. No, there's something else. Maybe it wasn't Yop. No, yeah. it wasn't Yop. Let me look this up. It was something else, but I saw that and I was like, "That's oh, like a Yop ripoff or something." But it wasn't Yop. Um, yeah, strawberry milk is seven out of ten. I'll report back with a, a Yop review whenever we're back. A Yop review. <laughs> get Yopped. Get 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 yop yop yop. Get Yopped. Um, but um. Yeah, no, I just think the the CGI, the CGI is so hit or miss throughout the entire film. Um, it gets real bad when that super predator is like killing loads of people. Um, in the in lab. The, in the, no, no, no. This is the in the. Well, that bit's that bit's all right. That's actually that 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 is pretty cool. Bit the, that's that, very predictable. The, yeah, there's like the thing with this film is that there's certain certain scenes that have cool imagery or cool ideas like I like the the predator just fucking murking everyone in that in that bit mm. um, and I like the bit where he gets the body gets cut in half and the predator's underneath and the, br- the blood drips down on top of him mm. that's cool yeah, yeah. Um, that's the only t- two cool things I can think of off the top of my head um, but the um, the CGI there's like it just looks like Ass. It looks awful. Mm. Uh, it's so hit or miss. It's because it's, it's too clean. Yeah. Like in, 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 in Predators. There's no weight to it. Yeah, yeah. Predators, it's like you got the jungle as like kind of cover. If your CGI is bad, you can kind of cover it up. CGI is bad in some scenes in Predator, but like it's, it's the scenes where it's like it has to be more well lit, you know? Yeah. Um, and like that's, that's you know, it's, just, it's kind of the same with like... Uh, Obviously, Predator won't like the original Predator is like there's a lot. It's a lot of his practical effects, but at the same time, it's still in the jungle, still kind of has that thing, kind of a bit of cover. In this one, it's set in modern day, at the same time, it's like it's shot like it's just shot in the most like fucking standard way possible. Yeah, the most boring way. The colors kind of like like Shane Black is like all his films I've seen like kind of have that look, and they're kind of the colors pop. But like the actual, it just looks way too. Uh, like 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 overproduced or something or like yeah. too uh, too studio yeah too clean way too clean and it's just it, it like the films like that never look good like never look good for some yeah. reason I don't know why I don't know why it's so popular 
Um, I think that's probably what made the CGI look so shit. Plus, the film obviously isn't like it's like it's not great. It's not an amazing film anyway, so it wasn't gonna have amazing CGI. No. Do you want to talk about little little Jacob as well? Who? Little, is that his name? Oh, Jacob? Rory. Rory. Little, little Rory. Uh, the, yeah. Who the fuck is Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Jacob? Where did they get that name from? Is it the actor's name? Jacob. Maybe his name is... No, gonna... <laughs> little Jacob. <laughs> let's talk about little Jacob. No, let's have a, let's have a little Rory. Let's have a little Rory. Little Rory's a little gobshot. Oh, the actor's called Jacob. Okay, oh, right. Yeah, fair I enough. didn't even know that. <laughs> Jacob Tremblay. Yes, it is. Wow. He's a good actor. Do I know... What's he? What else is he in? Uh, he's in Doctor Sleep. He's in. He's the kid in Room. Yeah, that's 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 definitely where. where and he's in. Uh, he's in Luca as well. He's a good little actor. Yeah. Clearly, like I mean, he's very good in that Room. I don't like that film, but he's mm. good in that. He's in Doctor Sleep as well. He's terrible in this. Terrible. I don't blame him. I blame the script and the dialogue. I blame him. I, just, uh, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help that he's playing. A, Someone autism, so his way of acting is just stilted. Stilted, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's straight away. I was like, oh, I don't like this kid, but like, <laughs> that's just bad. Now. I don't like how that like, sounds awful. <laughs> I, don't like <laughs> I don't like how it's like, oh, he's autistic, so he can just understand alien languages perfectly. Yeah, no, that, all that stuff doesn't make any sense. Autism is a superpower. Ever see that film Mercury Rising from 1998? No, I've never heard Bruce of it. Bruce Willis. At the peak of his powers. It sounds like a Bruce's film, Mercury Rising. Mercury. I'm not sure what the title has to do with the actual film. It's about a guy who's like, who uh, he he. There's this kid, this autistic kid who can, he's like a savant and he can crack codes and he's able to crack. Did you tell me about this film before? I might have. I think you might have. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, keep going. It's yeah. a good action movie, and um, so he's a uh, autistic savant who can crack like he's able to crack a government code. I can't remember what exactly the code is. Uh, but for some somehow he stumbles across and he's able to crack into it. And uh, basically, Bruce Willis has to take him on as his ward to protect him against the forces of evil in the uh, the government. And it's like a whole like it's a, like it's big it's big action movie where it's like good chase, good chase across across the the story and stuff like that. Um, but the whole time it's just like it's just like like it's just this autistic kid who's just like kind of like. With superpowers. He's just the Mac- MacGuffin, like, basically. Yeah. He's just like, he's and more the of a... the kid more is of a, the MacGuffin in this as well. Yeah, more of a prop. There is a MacGuffin. It's, it's actually, it's way worse in this film. Mercury Rising is a lot better in this film. Way better. Yeah, they, it doesn't help that, like, you have, like, the kids with autism where it's literally like, oh, autism is actually um, the evolution of humans. And it's like, listen, right, not to... I mean, is this bad to say? No, it's not bad to say. Like, people with autism often struggle, you know, socially and stuff like that. Mm. And we should be more accommodating to those people. Mm. Uh, being like, oh, autism is a superpower where you can uh, read alien languages and it's the key to the universe. In a film where there's also a group of schizophrenic PTSD uh, Tourette's, like, Suicide Squad, essentially, where they're all the, the butts of the joke a lot of the time is their disability. Mm. It doesn't come off great. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it really doesn't. Um, even if you take it at face, as like, this is a film that like maybe 
kids who have autism can look at like oh like well they wouldn't be watching these films yeah, yeah they can't watch these films 18s <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah it doesn't make any sense <laughs> it's an 18s movie but if maybe it, some 13 year old uh, yeah maybe some 13 some really edgy uh, autistic 13 year old kid watching this film and he's like oh like that's this is a story that speaks to me um, or whatever I'm sure there's someone out there yeah well, yeah, I'm sure there are but like it's not really a big audience like, <laughs> yeah, no. to fucking base your film around. <laughs> <laughs> oh man imagine the person imagine the smell of the person it's like the predator is my favourite film yeah 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 it's like stay away from me but then like that's it like the way that works is you know this kid is his next type of human evolution and he is the hero, and he survives, and he does, you know, he's he's a, he's, he's a good guy. And then, But then all these other guys who have, like, <laughs> other mental illnesses are just the fucking trash. Oh, they all f- get, they get blitzed. Yeah. They're just nobodies. This guy, blitzed. he has Tourette's <laughs> in the dustbin. Yeah. You're fucked. It's who like, cares? It's also like... <laughs> the, <laughs> schizophrenia? It's yeah, like, uh-huh. He says the wrong thing all the time. Ha ha. Yeah. It's like, eat my pussy. That, <laughs> yeah, that means he's evolutionarily inferior. What? Yeah. That's kind of a... Uh, yeah. Kind of a bit dodge. It comes off as bad. It doesn't come off as good. It doesn't come off great. Um, yeah, and then the whole... It's just not a good film. It's just not a good film. It's a messy film, but even at that, even if you remove the messiness of the script and stuff like that, it's just not a good film. No. It's not a good action film. It's no good action sequences. Except for the lab sequence. The lab sequence is sequence is cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. And I like the bit... Where the predator walks in on her and he's just like, no, nice. kind of nods his head. He's like, "All right, yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> he's like, "I don't give a fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never. What's she in? What's her one in? Oh, I've seen her and stuff, but I've I don't know. She's her. in. I feel like she's in ads, but actually, I've never seen. I don't I can't remember. Any I'll tell you now. I actually in. have the the predator. Uh, we, uh, page Olivia Mon. Olivia Mon. She's in Iron Man too. Oh Jesus! The Magic Mike, she's in a nothing I've already seen. The newsroom. She's in Jedi Junkies. What the fuck is that? A film about the world's most dedicated Star Wars fans. That sounds awful. Sounds like a transition. I watched the Star Wars original trilogy. Uh, not the prequels, not the sequels. The original, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, uh, Return of the Jedi. Return is let's say last Jedi. Yeah, you did that last week as well. <laughs> Falling for their trap. Um. Okay. So, um, these are the films I've seen. These films a few times. I've only well, I've seen a New Hope like three times. I think at this stage, I've seen Empire Strikes Back twice now, mm. and this is my first time actually watching Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, eager to hear your thoughts on the last. Okay, one. so. I've always really liked New Hope. Thought New Hope was like always just like a decent film. This time, man, hit different. I'm like, this is my favorite Star Wars film. New Hope is Imo, the best Star Wars film. Why? It's just campy. It's Wrong. fun. It's B. What's your favorite Star Wars film? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> now at this stage, I'm wondering what's your favorite Star Wars film. Um, the the Return of the Jedi, especially Last Jedi again. Is I just like the the whole um Sarlacc pit stuff and all that jazz I'll get onto that um, and obviously the ending yeah oh yeah I'll get onto that yeah like I just like Empire Strikes Back is just like what a 
good like baseline for this entire franchise to like start from. But then having watched the prequels, the relationships mean so much more now. Mm. Like knowing who Obi Wan Kenobi was to Anakin, who was you know Darth Vader, like. Oh shit! What a hell! I feel like it. <laughs> it might have helped a little bit more if Obi Wan's death was a little bit more dramatic, considering yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like yeah, it's just like boom, and he's dead, and he's like no, but it's just like it happens like halfway through the film. Mm. So like at that stage, like originally he wouldn't have been like that big of a character, mm-hmm. but then from this film he becomes so much bigger. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like uh retroactively kind of wish that death was a bit more dramatic not the film's fault because it was the first film but yeah he wasn't he didn't exist before the, the yeah. Film, yeah so like and, and you know you have the prequels where like he's essentially like, the main character that, that, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah um so kind of wish that was a bit more dramatic but that's not the film's fault um like all the characters relationships mean so much more Um, knowing the like what the emperor has done and even the fact that the Emperor is not in this film now. So mm. for like two films now, we don't see the Emperor. And mm. um, just have Darth Vader, who is sick. Darth Vader actually means so much more now. Darth Vader is is like, he's like the hype. The hype is there. You the know hype, what? He actually is. I one, get it. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I always love Darth Vader. I get it now. Um, I never got it before. I get it now. He's so cool. He's, he's just so, so cool. So cool. He's such a cold motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, and the, the context as well, it really it helps. Like, the the prequels, to the extent that people... Obviously, people have criticisms or whatever, but, like, like Revenge of the Sith particularly sets it up very, very yeah, well. Yeah, no, Revenge of the Sith more so... You're like, they're this guy, this is that guy. It's like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, especially watching, like, back-to-back, and it's like, oh, man, you have... Especially because it's, like, you know, 20 years, whatever, mm. and it's like, yeah, uh, oh, Darth Vader killed your dad, like, they say to Luke, and mm. you're like, he got it, he did. Like, they're not the same person at all. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> um, it's like, New Hope is such a great, fun movie as well. It's super fun. Uh, the the Death Star is sick. I love the bit where they're just like, where they go to whatever planet Leia was on mm. and they're like going through, it's like, oh, there's an asteroid field here, but it's meant to be here. Like, this is where this planet's meant to be. And they're like, what's that? What's that moon? It's like, that's not a moon. It's a it's a space station. That's no moon. And then they're like, oh, it's something. And Ben can hear, like, Obi-Wan can feel. At one stage, it's like. The bad vibes. Oh, I feel a million souls cry out in pain. And then it just stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's heavy. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> We've all been there. All been there, bro. <laughs> I, felt, I felt the fear like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then, so, like, I just, like, you know, New Hope is just fun, well-made, good film. Um, Owen gave it five stars. Five? <laughs> five stars. Holy Moses. Because um, I was like, that's legit, like, just one of my, it's like an ultimate comfort watch film. Mm. It's not, and it's, like, super cool, Darth Vader. I haven't seen it now in a long, long time. Oh, it's a fun film. Oh, I have not seen it. I've, yeah, it's been ages since I watched it. Like, how, how does it end again? It ends with them blowing up the Death Star, and then it's like, "Yay, we did it!" Yeah, yeah. it ends real suddenly. Is that where like the, it's like Luke and Leia looking out at the stars? Or is that different? That's from, the next one. Next one. That's yeah, uh, yeah. Empire Strikes Empire Back. Strikes back yeah. Where and then you're like, "Ooh!" You're like, "Ooh!" 
And then the third film, well, you're like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah. So the Empire Strikes Back <clears throat> film that I think we both said was kind of boring. Mm, it's surprisingly boring. I'm kind of still on that, like. Now, the cool thing now is having watched the film, it's like, wow, there's such a step up in budget between Star Wars, like, New oh, Hope mm. and Empire Strikes Back. Like, the this, the jumping in a budget is insane. Mm. What's a, do you have a quick rundown of what happens in Empire Strikes Back? Um, for reference. The Empire is closing in on the Rebels. Luke goes off to find Yoda. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Leia and Han are just literally just running away from from the Empire throughout the entire film mm. until they get caught at wherever the fuck the, um, Lando and is. Han gets, Han gets done. He gets done. That's, that that used to freak me out yeah, so man. much. Oh, man, because I feel like oh, it's suffocating. Like, yeah, you see that? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's not. Like, I, I don't really like Empire Strikes Back as much as... Okay, so. Start the film, real cool fight. That whole... Uh, ATT, where the things are called the walking yokes, mm. the big camels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole bit is cool. Cool sets, cool action scenes. That's all cool. Um, I think when Han and Leia are trying to escape with Chewie and C-3PO through like the asteroid fields and in the cave and through like hiding on the back of the ship, like. It's like, oh yeah, I can see why people would find this fun. I find it mad boring because mm. Han Solo is super annoying in this film. Why? Oh, uh, there's so many like quips and like just little lines he says to Leia and stuff like that where I just find it really annoying. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. find Han Solo really annoying in this film in A New Hope and uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm. Grant, it's just in this one Mm. Where they, they, it's like they dialed it up too much, and they re- they realize that they dialed it up too much. So then they eat it back a little bit for the third film. He's more yeah. of a more of a cunt. He's more of an arsehole. Yeah. yeah, he's just he's just a chad. He's not he's not a, he's not. A, yeah, he's, he's not, not he's not, not funny. He's just being an arsehole. Um, it's just like there's no yeah. It's just except for the line where he's just, where she's like, "I love you," and he's like, "I know." It's like that's yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> that bit is perfect. But yeah. everything before that is just irritating. Um. Seeing Yoda now, having seen the prequels, mm. it's like, and when he shows up, when he's like this goofy old, crazy old fool, um, Yoda impression. Um, oh, I can't even. I, what type of stuff he says? Impression you must give. <laughs> impression you must give. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's more. It's more like this. Yeah. It's hard to because it's more so the where do I put the the verb and the yeah you have the to noun. switch everything around <laughs> the yeah. prefaces for that little we, word we could do our Star Wars episode just in the Yoda voice oh my god I would hate hate that I would <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah um, but yeah seeing Yoda now is it's like oh yeah like I could see like you are the top dog in yeah. terms of Jedi and seeing what you're doing now to hide like how far you have fallen mm. um, is cool and then he's practicing with Luke he's a bit of a dickhead to Luke though he's a bit harsh on him but yeah he's like go in that dangerous swamp drown yourself <laughs> yeah do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like he's too old it's like listen Yoda the last person you said that about saying that they were too old 
was Anakin Skywalker, who turned out to be Dark Vader, so fucking train this bitch, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. the last person you said this about. <laughs> Look what happened. So train him and train him properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Bit of a cunt. So it's just, uh, yeah, like Yoda's fun. And then, you know, when Luke leaves and he goes off and you have the old, no, I am your father. Mm. Iconic. Classic. classic. Like, cuts off his hands. Oh, wow. Brutal. It's like, oh, she's like his dad. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, just like that whole ending sequence is just muy bien. Very, very good. Very good. You got Han getting frozen and stuff like that. And it's a film like um, Revenge of the Sith where like the ending is like dark. Like the bad guys win mm. until the return of the Jedi. Um, which when I watched initially, I never got pa- past the the pit. What's it called? The Skylark? The, the Skylark pit. Like never got past that bit because I thought it was mad boring. Um, it kind of is. It's just, just kind of hanging around. It's like, oh, ladies in a bikini. Yeah. You know, like, it's not... Right, I There's a lot of hanging around. I think that the the star is like pretty decent. I think it's great, but it's pretty decent. I don't get the obsession with Boba Fett. That's just nerds, man. Yeah, Boba That's Boba just, just like, like straight up like, like, who cares? Who he's, the fuck is that? I didn't. He's I remember just a bounty hunter. I don't think his name is mentioned. It's, 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 it's not. It's not mentioned at all. Um, I think it's it's mentioned that he is a bounty hunter, but it's like, it's just like I remember back in the day. I was mad in Star Wars. Remember, brother, mad in Star Wars. I was like Boba Fett. There was like action figures and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, it's like. Is that think, why he was a big character in one of the TV shows that was out at that time? But I was just net. I was like, what? Like why? But is Boba Fett big because of the toys? Because the toys probably were really cool. It could could be could be that. I yeah. think it might be that. Mm. Um, could well be, because he is it's a pretty cool design. He's a cool design, but like he doesn't. He literally doesn't do anything. Yeah, he's just he's just there, and then he falls into a hole. Yeah, he gets he gets Boba Fed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jabba gets mangled as well by Leia, which is satisfying to see. Yeah, like, Jabba the horse. Seeing Jabba and that whole like clan get their shit wrecked is fun, man. What are they called? Um, not Wookies. What are they called? The little dudes. Oh, the Ewoks. Hate them. Yeah, yeah. Everyone hates them. Though. Oh man, yeah, I, everyone hates them. Oh, because I knew that like people, but everyone hates the, the prequels. So it's like, oh, how about can Ewoks be? Nah, man. Fuck Ewoks. <laughs> Ewoks are worse than ja- than uh, Jar Jar Binks. I, ne- <laughs> I have to say, I never understood the hate for Ewoks. They're just, I thought they were cool. It's such a. They're just mini Wookies. It's, it's the reverse. It's Wookie reverse. They're super cute. Mm. But, like, the film screeches to halt when they come into it. Yeah. And, like, the pace just slows down massively. Mm. Um, they have their little gaff parties and stuff. Yeah, there's, like, 50 minutes with them. <laughs> like, most of this film, if you just got rid of the fucking Ewoks, it would be an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the, the toy, the merchandising aspect of it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the only reason they were made. The only reason they were You do get the cool scene, though, where CP3PO is seen as, like, the king. Like a yeah, god, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Luke like holds him up into the air, and he's just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, that bit's fun, and all the Ewoks are going mad. Um, but like, whatever. Like again, I think that the Han and Leia stuff is so much less interesting than when Luke and Darth Vader face to face. Oh yeah, with yeah. the Empire, with the Emperor. That is fantastic. That it's is so good. Tops. So, so much, uh, so much weight. So a serious amount of weight. Even at the time, like that's that's like a proper trilogy. It's like an original story 
It's like the biggest, our Star Wars, the biggest film ever released. Mm-hmm. And then you have Empire Strikes Back. You know, biggest film ever released again. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't as big, but it was like, it was, it was like, w- it's way more well regarded than yeah, any yeah. of the films. It was like, it was like so acclaimed. I just, it just built up the hype. Uh, did you still regard as like top? I think the Letterbox is mm. like top 30 films of all time. Yeah, it's, it's regarded as one of the greatest films yeah. of all time. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that. No, I'm not. I wouldn't I'm say not, that. I'm but not, like. By a long shot. <laughs> yeah, like the last year, it didn't even need to be good, but it needed to have. But like the amount of like. The weight the that was. The return of the Jedi. Yeah, the. <laughs> did it again. Oh, fuck's sake. The last. Wait, the, the last. La- next week, next time we are talking about The Last Jedi, so. The, no, 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 no. <laughs> the return of the Jedi. So, the return of the Jedi. It's just. It's just. It's like everything's piled on top of it. And you just need to kind of like that capstone. The capstone is the final sequence where you have Luke faking, facing off against Darth Vader. And it's like, Darth Vader has to make this. It's like. It's 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 and it 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 adds like the prequel tr- trilogy like adds so oh, much. Oh man, it adds even further because it's like he has this dilemma in his head. Oh. You're like you're like I know who you were as of you. You're like I know who you were before. Yeah, it's like I know where you came from. I know yeah. what you've gone through. I've seen how you were manipulated mm. by this little prick sitting in mm. this chair. Um, the way it happens, and it's almost it makes the sequel so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why did they do that? This is a perfect ending to the. The six films, and um, just the the whole way, like even like the the fight itself, like the lightsaber fight is like, like there's no there's no real music, it's just kind of them no, fighting. Yeah, I, and think, like f- I think I think there around. is very little music. It's yeah, just like yeah. it's kind of silence. It's just them talking, yeah, hashing it out, father and son. What's oh, up? It's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even when, they, when like the emperor is just like, oh, we already, I already knew that you were gonna what your plan was. Like mm. your friends are all dead down down there. Mm. And the Ewoks save the day, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they rescue Han and Leia, and then they blow up the the shield that's protecting the new Death Star. Mm. Um, and then Lando and the boys can fly in and save the day. Really like Lando. I think Lando's a cool character. I don't know much about him. He's got a little buddy beside him in this film who mm. literally doesn't say anything besides "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm just like, oh that's, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. fucking boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite Star Wars character out of everyone. Just that little yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole Palpatine, Darth Vader, yeah, Luke, just, just picks him up. He's like, what's he's like, kill him. He's like, do it, <laughs> do it, do Kid. it. He's like, he's got the, 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 the fucking lightning hands, and Darth Vader just turns around. No. He's like, fuck this. Picks him up and fucks him off a balcony. Eats him. Uh, he actually yeets him into like oblivion. It's so cool. Oh. I just see, like the lightning going off. He's like, ah, man, it's pure. I'm not like I've said this about a few things. Pure cinematic perfection. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It's so good. Wraps it up perfectly. So yeah. so good. Um. And then yeah, and then it just all kind of plays out, and it's like a Darth Vader on Matt. I was like, "Why does he look like oh, that?" Oh man, he looks fucked up. <laughs> Why does he look like that? Oh yeah, I'm forgetting as well. Yeah, he like he gets like unmasked, and like man, he that f- got mangled. <laughs> yeah, fucking Humpty Dumpty down there. What the hell? I, what happened? I wonder. Like originally, people were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? Because like? he he looking pretty. Um, yeah. And then but then they have because in the. Because George Lucas went back and like changed them around a little bit, like added effects in, added mm. some CGI to to the original films. Did you watch the CGI ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Like, uh, like to the point where um, in the original film, the original theatrical cut, at the end of the film, Luke sees Yoda, he sees Obi Wan Kenobi, and he sees some random fucking dude that you've never seen before. It's Darth Vader. It's Darth Vader. You've yeah. never seen him before. Yeah. Uh, but now. 
they've edited it in so that it's Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. Mm. Like uh, yeah, Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Hayden Christensen. Uh-huh. And I've heard people complain about that. I, You're I, a fucking idiot if you complain about that. <laughs> I complain about that. Oh no, it's so much better. <laughs> it's so much better. Because people are like, oh, how would he even know who he is? How would he know who he is anyway? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a random dude. <laughs> just some, he is just some random guy. Yeah, yeah. But like it's like because the CGI is like so like out of sync with the old films, like all like all of it, all of it. At this stage, it's not really because the CGI is so shitty now yeah. that it kind of blends in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, I haven't watched them in a long time. Yoda. Um, in. No, sorry. No, I'm thinking about in Phantom Menace. I think it was. They've gone back and they've CGI'd. Yoda over him, again. Over him uh-huh. because they used a puppet for mm. younger version of Yoda in the in the prequels. Mm. It is one of the most hideous puppets I have ever seen in my entire life. Mm. I'm going to show you. Let's see. Let's see. Let me pause on this. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready right. to see this? Let's see. Look oh up. yeah, no, I've seen this. I've seen I've seen screen grabs before. Look at Balsack. Yeah, yeah, he's in bits. He looks. This is younger Yoda. That's meant to be young Yoda. Now, that's the old Yoda. So, like, can kind of see what they're going for. Crackhead Yoda. Well, let's be real. That's, like, CGI Yoda looks better. Uh, uh, CGI Yoda looks uh, so much better. He's a video game character, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's we're, great. We're, we're replaying one of the greatest cinematic debates of all time. This, is, this, is, this, is, this will be debated by our children and their children and their children after them. CGI, I disagree. I think this is awful. This is the puppet. Oh, uh, the terrible. puppet looks awful. This CGI on the on the right here. Um, the CGI it's now a bit better. Isn't great, but he's better than the puppet. The video game. You see the one? Uh, if you go directly left and then down, that one. This one. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? It, like, oh, way like, too much. Like, like. <laughs> not nearly as endearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this? It's like he just looks like a like a random like what makes him. Ewan s- McGregor looks back at the not nearly as endearing CGI out of the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he's endearing. No, is that like that? It's like oh, he's a little man. There's Aww. nothing. There's nothing cuter in all of Star Wars than when Yoda has a stick and he's just bashing through yeah. R2D2, be like mine, mine, mine. Yeah. It's so like he's so goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so adorable, but then like when he's CGI is all layered on top of him. Like, it's not like he's really aged in between. Um, training Luke and training Anakin, like he's like. Nine- he's like twenty years. Yeah, well, he's like nine hundred years years old anyway. He's fucking ancient. Um, so the CGI, I'm not a big fan of the CGI, I have to say. But um, yeah, he's no. a lot older. He's way older in the like. He's just he shouldn't. He should look like he, sh- he should look rough. Realistically, how old is Luke Skywalker meant to be? Oh, this is gonna be a crisis moment. All right. 19. It's been 19 years. Oh. <laughs> 19. It's over for me then. Let's say five. How old is he in number five? Yeah, he's 19. 20, 22? 22, okay. He's 22. So it's been 22 years and Yoda looks like ass. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, like he, 20 years ago, he's there jumping around, doing flips, using uh, the force, nobody, fighting off Mace Windu, no butter. Uh, when you get 20 years later... Dude's in bits. He's an absolute. He's in a joker. It's because it, of the force. I guarantee you, there's some explanation about all oh, the, the force. It's the midichlorians. Yeah, some bollocks like that. Whatever. Yeah, no, it's because he's living in a fucking swamp for twenty years. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> that, would, that would do it to you. That would do it to you. <laughs> he's just in bits. So yeah, um, uh, 
I've now finished the OG films. OG films are better than prequels. Mm. Oh, yeah, by yeah. a long shot. Oh, yeah. um, but Empire Strikes Back is not as good as um, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was about to put that to you. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's Honestly, I haven't seen... I would not say that without having seen Empire Strikes Back in full again. But I also... Preemptively, um, I agree. Yeah. I agree. My ranking is Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, um, Revenge of the Sith, New Hope. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Fair enough. So yeah, that's my that's my that's my hot take for about the Star Wars trilogy or films. Empire Strikes Back is not the best one. That is a pipe and all. And I think that people, I think that people say that you're boring, you're basic, you're basic, man, <laughs> too basic. I don't want to listen to the IMDb top two fifty talking to me, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Godfather, man. So we're gonna watch the sequels and just hate on them. Yeah, all. Oh, man. I'm looking. F- I am looking forward to actively disliking something of Star Wars now. Like, mm. really, truly not liking some of the films. That's but that's one of the problems with The Force Awakens. It's so inoffensive. It yeah, just it's doesn't a perfect do, two-star film. It doesn't do anything <laughs> at all. Like, yeah. it's just, just a waste of time. I know it's going to be... I'm going to watch it and be like, that was so boring. <laughs> yeah, it's just like two and a half hours as well. The other ones, I haven't seen the other ones, to be fair. One of my friends, Robin, she saw... Mm. Uh, Force Awakens in cinema came out and said that is one of the worst films I've ever seen I did not need to see that <laughs> straight away straight away I was like that is I've never been so unstimulated while watching a film <laughs> ooh <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's I, I didn't think that at the time I was mad I was mad high for that film and then it came out so many people were I was kind of like ugh kind of like, like how I was for Avengers is that one of the highest grossing films of all time it so? is indeed yeah, yeah yeah it's Avatar just recently surpassed it Avatar 2 sorry mm. um Yes, huge, huge at the time. And then the others, everyone just kind of agreed the other two were shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it just faded from the cultural memory. Even now, like, Star Wars isn't really a big thing. I've seen a lot it's, of stuff about Mandalorian, but I, just, I think that's just Disney marketing. Yeah, a lot, a lot of it. It's like, it's and also, even, the algorithm's like, oh, this one is watching Star Wars at the moment, so just pump this at yeah, this fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit of Baby Yoda. Yeah. Ah, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is super cute. Yeah, he is. He's very cute. He is. I love putting him as the avatar on like uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, same. He's, just he's a great avatar. Yeah, he's a good avatar. Oh, he's a good little lad. It's his tea. He's holding his tea. I love. But think about buying some Star Wars merch. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost it. You're cut off. I've lost We're not the doing plot, the sequels man. anymore. I've lost We're it, bro. Do- I'm saving you from yourself. I'm like, fuck. I, I've I've made like this. He does that as well. Yeah, I know, man. I've he fell down a deep dark hole. The only thing a is that, like, deep, dark hole. I was like, he the, fell in a sarlacc pit of depression. <laughs> <laughs> it's a road you don't want to go down. <laughs> I know, man. I'm a bit scared. But I was like, looking at like, I was like, how much is like a figure or whatever like that? I was looking at the characters. Like, I don't want any of the characters. I don't want, I don't want fucking Vader. I don't want Han. It's a sarlacc pit. <laughs> Just a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Just, and then I was looking at, okay, what about some of the ships? They're way too expensive. Oh, man. They're, they're insanely expensive. They're like, way... The they decent, zero. they're way too expensive. Te- like, if you want... And they're f- fucking huge. Yeah, or the full Lego sets. Like, they're like... There's artificial scarcity for a lot of them. So, like, they'll release them. Yeah. At Disney will know there's like, this amount of people will, like, kill other people to get this. So, but, uh, we'll release 100 less. The Millennium Falcon one, I think, is, like, a grand yeah, yeah. for a Lego set. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. 
Insane money. Insane. Get, just get the Star Wars Funko Pops. I despise Funko Pops. I'm sorry for anyone that has Funko Pops that listens to this. I despise Funko Pops. What is the crack with them? Like oh, they're so ugly. Yeah, well, why? I like the <coughs> are they like the beanie babies of the 2010s? I suppose they are. Yeah. They're also like they're like but the thing is, is I'm just like, why would you buy three of them when you can just put that money together and just get a nice one nice figure? Yeah. How much are they? They're pretty expensive. Fifteen quid. You can get a nice figure for forty five quid. You get the premium ones, yeah, like the limited edition ones. I'm not talking about other Funko Pops, bro. I'm talking about like actual figures that are that are outside of the the Funko Pop chain. Yeah, the Funko Pop universe. Um I just I don't like them whatsoever. Mm. Remember I had a gap party once and this guy insists on showing me his pickle rick Funko Pop. I was like, is this a simulation? Am I dreaming right now? It's like what are you doing? Oh my god. Oh my god. I was like, what? Oh, it was during COVID, so it's kind of like, it's like, it's like the lack of socialization is driven all. <laughs> it's all insane. It's, really it's like I don't know if this is hallucination or he's just lost his mind. I will say the one, the one Funko Pop I would own is a Pickle Rick one because I think that's just the most. That might be the funniest one. It'd be the funniest one to own. I just like whip it out at a party. <laughs> Do you want to see my pickle right funko pop? Oh yeah, I think I might get one. Maybe that's what I'll get. I think I might get a pickle rick. Yeah. I didn't get anything with Star Wars, I got a pickle rick. Just funko whip pop. it. Bring it on night out. Do you want to see my <laughs> Listen to smoke and it work, but Do you want to see my Do you want to see my Funko Pop? There's like no one there knows what that is. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? The fuck is a Funko? Yeah. <laughs> but no, um Yeah, so I'm at that stage where I'm like looking at a uh, Star Wars merch and I'm just like, nah. Maybe I'll just go for it. Maybe I'll Follow just get your dreams. Right. I did. I was curious after our last episode of looking at that uh, realistic mm. lightsabers. Holy moly! They're expensive. Five. Like I made the smart, like the cheapest one I could make. Mm. Five hundred quid. Five hundred beans. It's it's crazy, yeah. I know that they're for like cosplays and stuff like that. Mm. Jesus, I did not realize how much money people put into cosplays. I know, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I didn't know either until that guy showed me his lightsaber. Yep, mm. but um, to be fair, if I was minted, I would one hundred percent own a lightsaber. I wouldn't be arsed. Uh, I wouldn't be arsed. You can whip it out. <laughs> Do you want to see me lightsaber? Do you want to see me saber? It <laughs> <laughs> glows in the dark. Uh. But yeah. We go for a break. Let's go. Marco, are you feeling hungry? I'm 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 definitely feeling a bit nippy. It's a bit starving. A bit starved. It's been, it's been cold. A bit starved for content, bit um cold. I'd like to warm myself up. With something from the menu. the menu. That was such an awkward transition. To segue. I don't think I was ready for that. I don't think we were. I was, I just, I was, well, I'm not on the ball at the moment. Oh, wait, wait. We'll start again. Mark, are you hungry? Do you want something from the menu? Streamline it. Make it quicker. I like it. I like <laughs> it. I, we'll, 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 we'll run with that. Uh, yeah, the menu. I watched the menu. Um, it's on Disney Plus, I believe. Yes, it is. I think it's on Disney Plus. Um, it's out. It's I think it's from 2022. I love the way that we have so many streaming services. I'm just like, I think it's on this one. <laughs> yeah, it's probably. I'm pretty sure. It's a, so much shit like illegally. I mean, you know, uh, on streaming services. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've got so many different streaming services. I'm like, oh, I think it was on this. It was probably. I think it's on Disney Plus. But anyway, it's on Disney Plus, and it's a very recent film. It was out for quite a while. I saw a lot of advertising relating to it. 
Um, and it's the one with Ralph, Ralph Fiennes, Fiennes. Or Rafe Fiennes, as British people bizarrely call him. I don't. Do you understand why they call him that? Rafe, it's Ralph, surely. Um, Ralph Fiennes is the main guy, and then you have Nicholas Holt, and you have Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah, I was going to say, Anya Taylor-Joy's in this, but who's the other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nicholas Holt, and you also have a few other heads that you'd know. Um, you have John Leguizamo. Like, it's a fucking banging cast, isn't it? It's a, gr- it's a great cast, but it's a, it's like, that's not a guarantee of anything. Now You no, See Me not, has yeah. an amazing cast yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, is this me and Carl actually had a big debate about Now You See Me as well. I, I, I didn't know... He uncovered some things, some opinions he has. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> now you see me? No. But anyway, what are you saying? I thought you were talking about Don't Look Up. No, yeah, same. Exact same thing. Yeah, cast doesn't mean a lot. Um, my question was, um, is this film about eating the rich? Is that what the menu is? Or is it like... Yeah, yes and no. Yes and everyone no. Everyone fucking says that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing, because it's kind of sold like that. Um, I don't know whether that was like a, a marketing ploy to be edgy, uh, but it's definitely a theme that you can read into it. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like it's not as overt as maybe people were letting on. Because I I read a lot of the same stuff as well, and mm-hmm. uh, that it was relating to that kind of that kind of direction, that kind of persuasion. Because there's another film as well that came out around the same time, which is very very similar. Um, Bones and all, or something like that. Mm, yeah, there might have been another one as well. Just yeah. There's two cannibal films that came out. Is this a cannibal film? It is indeed. Yeah. Okay. There was. Well, actually, no, wait. Two no, or three. Yeah. There's definitely two. There's definitely two films that came There's out the same. At least two, yeah. I think, yeah. And I think Bones and All, was it? And it had Timothy Chalamet in it. Bones and I, All. I think that's what's it's called. The, va- the vampire one. Is that a vampire film? Mm, he's a vampire, yeah. Oh, okay. I think it was a different film. But it was uh, very similar anyway. Yeah. Somebody reading The Rich. But yeah, the, the menu is kind of like that. But then it kind of veers off and it doesn't... It like it builds. It has those building blocks there, but then it kind of veers off and goes in a like to say it's more like a formulaic direction. It's more like just kind of expected mm. direction. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, it's about this guy, this chef, um, who is like a you know this premium like Michelin star chef, and he has like he's on an island, and all these rich people pay like top bank to get a seat at the table and he only has like um uh, in, in his restaurant obviously he has like a restaurant on the island it's all like bankrolled by some really rich guy um and he's like really like you know obviously very um he's into the minutiae of like every li- little part of every different plate that he serves and it's like mm. they're all themed it's kind of like it's, more, it's like an interactive experience it's one of those things that like i don't know rich people do where they're kind of paying for the experience rather than like the actual the actual act of like eating yeah. itself, you know. Why is that? Um, he's a British chef, and he cooks stuff like he'd make it like a room where you can eat everything in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who that is, but that's exactly what I mean. I heard a TV shows. I can't think. Hess. Oh, I can't remember his name. Mm. It's British. Oh bald yeah, Hess, dude. Heston something. Yeah, you know, yeah, come yeah on I, I do know, I do know. Um, look it up. Yeah, the ball guy with the glasses. Yeah, um, yeah. So stuff like that. Um, and Nicholas Holt is one of the rich people. There's uh, John Leguizamo is one of the rich people. He's like a, mo- a movie star. Um, and they're all on this island, and they're all like, "Ooh, it's like it's all like kind of shrouded in mystery." Heston Blumenthal. Yeah, Heston Blumenthal. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I don't know anything about him, but no one either. Apparently, he's mad pretentious. Oh yeah, he seems. A- uh, but yeah, it's just it's just kind of like yeah, the welcome to the island's kind of mysterious, and they're like, oh, what's what's next? What's what's going on? There's like a critic there as well, and she's like, mm, um, she's really interested in the performance art of it, um, and he has like these kind of like novelty plates where it's kind of like the first thing he brings out is just it's like it's like the you know they get your bread at a restaurant yeah yeah sauces it's like um you will uh, this is your plate now this is whatever that's called whatever plate that is uh but there's no bread it's just a sauce and everyone's like oh 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 <laughs> it's like oh what, what does that mean it's like it's, it's like he's like making he's like, in the film he's like making a commentary on the fact that everyone in the room is really rich doesn't, yeah doesn't yeah. need bread you know um and one of the does he give them cake well, yeah, yeah. One of the waitresses is like, "You, you shall, you shall eat less than you desire, more than you deserve," um, and it's like, oh, it's kind of a bit, you know, ominous. Mm. Um, and then the, the, you know, plates keep coming out, and things start to kind of start to, you know, get more compact, and it gets more sinister, um, and becomes apparent that when people try to leave, um, that they basically can't; that they're trapped; they're forced to stay in the restaurant mm-hmm. and people start panicking someone some a guy's finger gets cut off um and then it also becomes apparent that anya taylor joy is not kind of who one of them she is, yeah. she's not who she should be in that situation mm-hmm. i don't want to really spoil it that much but like um i mean we can drop a spoiler warning and then put a timestamp in if you want because i'm i'm never gonna watch this film okay so Anya Taylor Joy is not rich. She's actually she's a sex worker, and she was hired by Nicholas Holt, um, because his girlfriend broke up with him before he, before their booking mm-hmm. at the restaurant, um, but he was informed in advance by Ralph Fiennes um, about the nature of the whole night. Mm-hmm. He's the only person who seems to be aware in the restaurant of how things are going to end, and um, he's also the person who's most kind of possessed by the whole the theatrics, uh, like. All the kind of oh like this is like this is a callback to this and like this is like oh it's like this is a great performance mm-hmm. it's like very kind of like like what we're doing now you know yeah 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 like it's real podcast <laughs> real pretentious no no <laughs> but he's he's like he's mad into that um, but he was informed beforehand by Ralph Fiennes that everyone in the restaurant will die mm-hmm. um, um, his girlfriend broke up with him so he didn't have a date. The restaurant doesn't take singles. No singles policy. It's a bit harsh. Yeah, ouch. Um, so he hired Annie Teller Joy to come with him just so he could get in. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Ralph Fiennes is a like formerly a working class guy apparently who like flipped burgers mm-hmm. like in like a McDonald's or whatever for a living. As he's like disgusted by this whole thing. Um, so he's Annie Teller Joy is basically the main character mm-hmm. that we follow throughout the film because she's the only sympathetic one really. Yeah, like, yeah. The rest of them, it's all rich people getting tortured and like mutilated and. A guy gets like there's a guy, uh, there's a bag over his head and he's like he's like dropped into a pool slowly and like drowns and like everyone's forced to watch, um all that stuff. But it's all they're all like not nice people mm-hmm. generally. Even though we don't even really see them being that mean. Like, like the, he goes after uh, a critic, a, a restaurant, a food critic, um, and she doesn't really do anything. She just like she seems like a bitch, but she doesn't really do anything bad. Yeah. But he's like proper like he's like fucking hate this girl. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you must have a reason like <laughs> beyond being like obviously like a mass killer he's like you know fairly uh seems like a fairly reasonable person yeah know? yeah as reasonable as a serial killer could be as reasonable as you can be yeah. it's not about eating the rich 
really. It's about it, kind of punishing the rich and how yeah. they, they basically, the people who die in the film deserve to die, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy does not because she's not part of that scene. She's not part of, she hasn't dipped her, you know, her neckerchief in the, you know, the pool of blood, the blood of the millions, the blood of the third world, all that bollocks. Um, she's just, an, uh, as Ralph Fiennes says, when he invites her, basically, to come on to He's like, come on to our side, basically. Mm-hmm. And by that, he means the kitchen staff. Yeah. The service workers. He's like, I can see that you're a service worker. You, you, you just vibe it. Well, you are. Yeah, she provides a service. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the other, the everyone else in the room is... Just well, one of those an actors. So he's kind of a service worker as well. But everyone else in the room is like the person, is the employer, is the person yeah, who's yeah. like, he just has, has capital, has a serious amount of money behind them. Um, they don't do any actual work. Um, even the food critic doesn't really do work, just critiques the work of others. Uh, doesn't provide anything pr- productive to society, and uh, so he like offers he, he he extends an olive branch, and he's like, "Come on to our our side, like you're one of us." And she takes it just to like try to get out of the situation, uh, but it all, all falls apart, and she gets to his heart by like asking him to like make him make her a lovely cheeseburger mm. as he would like to, um, you know the perfect cheeseburger, mm-hmm. and he's like he literally he, like starts crying and stuff. And he makes he, he makes her a cheeseburger and she's like, Can I get that to go? And then she leaves. And then the, there's like the rest of the film. But it's all basically about torturing rich people. Yeah. And Annie Taylor Joy being exempt from all this thing all this because she's like she's in terms like in class terms, she's like innocent. Mm-hmm. Um which is where people get the whole eat the rich thing from. Yeah. It's kinda of, it's very on the nose, like really on the nose, but like you can't really expect anything more. Yeah, yeah. Um like it's not some artsy masterpiece which I I for some reason kind of thought I, it would have been I got the vibe from that as well yeah it's not some I ma- don't know if it's just the, the poster comes across like that yeah no it's really not like yeah I, I thought it was an art house film I think because for, for, for ages when I get the bus home it was like it was always on the poster and uh, it was always on the, the, the front of the, the Stella mm. um, the menu and then whenever I, I heard about it it was people who were kind of like talking about it in those terms but it's more of like it's more of like just a horror film, which dips itself into artsy kind of yeah. areas. Yeah, the way it approaches the themes, the fact it has themes really. And uh, but it's nothing. It's nothing crazy. It's complicated. nothing like groundbreaking. Yeah, it's nothing groundbreaking. It's yeah. a good film though. But I also, the one thing I will say about it, it suffers from what we talked about earlier with the Predator. It's like oversaturated. Every I don't know if it's the TV I watched it on. Which is a great TV, but uh, <laughs> it's huge TV. The flex, <laughs> but uh, it's not my TV. But it's, <laughs> it's, it was like it was so. Uh, it was like too. You know when uh, you know the Simpsons where Krusty turns to HD and you see every like, yeah. every wrinkle, every like like the spittle in their mouths. It's just like it's all everything seems to be. There's no real. So it doesn't seem to be like a depth of field in the shot. Yeah, it's like everything seems to be in focus. It just, it, it looks like a, a, almost like a. a like it just doesn't look right. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. And um, that was the one thing kind of annoyed me about the film. But other than that, it's a grand film. Mm. That's about it. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. I haven't heard like glowing reviews or anything about the film. So I heard. I heard really good reviews. Um, that's pretty good. So yeah, the menu. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's the menu. I might. I might watch it because now that I know what to expect from it. I might go in and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I think that was a problem. Where it was like, oh, I've heard, like, people vaguely describe this as eat the rich, but I've also heard things that, like, 
don't align with that, so I don't understand. Yeah, that's... I don't. I don't know what expectations to go into the movie with. Yeah, like that's like the themes are more like it's not it's not it's not with them. It's not saying these things or like sewing them into the story with a message. Yeah, it's just kind of a way for the film to get to where it's going to go. Yeah, where it wants yeah. to go. You know? Yeah. So it's nothing. It's no deep, really mad social commentary. Yeah, because I didn't beyond want to... like the most like kind of basic level. Because I'd heard like the basics of like oh is it about eat the rich no not really and like not hearing anything more about that i didn't want to go into the film with expectations that the film was not presenting me with there was more so that people just didn't want to spoil the film mm. but it's like fucking tell me what the film's about i want to know yeah let I me don't... set my expectations correctly yeah, I thought it would be kind of more spoilery, but the more I talk about it, it doesn't seem like... It's almost better if you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah. Because um, it, it isn't... It's Yeah, as I said, it's, it's not it's not this mad, complex, abstract kind of political commentary. It is there, definitely. Mm. Uh, but it's 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 just... It's a, it's a good horror film. That's yeah. about it. Oh, then. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'll tell you what else is cool. I watched this little movie. What? It's a movie. It's called The Watermelon Woman. I thought, I heard this title. I saw this, I think a movie had pumped this up as like the film of the day. Mm. I saw Watermelon Woman. I was like, and I read, clicked onto it. I was like, ah, sounds all right. Mm. And then I was flicking through like a letterbox and the film came up and I saw multiple people that I know had given like, Four and a half stars, five stars, stuff oh. like that. So it's like, oh, okay, right, 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 right. Ignoring the title. I've dismissed it by the title. Shame on me. This film is absolutely fantastic. Really? This movie is about... Okay, firstly, historical context to this film, because historically this film is also an important film. This film is the first film, first feature-length film directed by an openly gay black woman. It's from 1996. Took that long. Took that long. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like first like feature length film yeah. in America directed by a openly gay black woman. And this film is about that. Mm. This film is about the voices and bodies of the past that Hollywood, uh, the patriarchy, the white nation of America, of everything like that, mm. how we have looked past the bodies and the people and voices that were in films. So the watermelon woman uh, within the film is this... See, this film is like vaguely fictional. Parts of it are fiction and parts of it aren't. So I'm not entirely sure if the watermelon woman is actually a thing. I didn't look it up afterwards. Um, I think it's a real thing where it was a woman that was... um, she was this like black woman in like twenties and thirties cinema, uh, maybe forties as well. And she would always play like the housemaid, the like the mammy character kind of yeah, like like minstrels. Yeah, mm. like no, not like minstrels, but like she would be um, the like the white the rich white woman would come to her and be like, I need advice, and she'd be like, Come here, child, and like you know, yeah, tell her what yeah, to do. Yeah. Like that character, mm-hmm. she played that. In like loads of films, but in loads of the films, she never got credited. She was never in the credits or anything for who she was. Yeah. So the director 
who is also the star of the film. Ruth? Is that her name? No, Cheryl. Cheryl is her name. Um, her goal is to be like, who was this woman? I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a film about about that woman and who this woman was. And it's a it's a romantic comedy as well as being a commentary on that phenomenon. Not phenomenon, but like that thing that that happened in history mm. where you just gloss over, you know, black people and gay people and women and all, all that type of stuff. Um. How we gloss over all that type of stuff while also being the first film itself to be directed by an openly gay black woman, but it also has loads of like uh, very natural scenes of just like lesbians together. There's a um, there's a sex scene in the film where I've never seen a, a sex scene shot like this where like it really focuses on hands and lips and stuff mm. like that. But like it's like really artistically shot, mm-hmm. like it's not like gazing. You don't feel weird while watching it. Mm. But it's also one of the hottest sex scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like if we're gonna be honest here. I'm gonna be fucking honest. Uh-huh. Right, let's, 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 the cat's at the bag here, right? Let's be honest here. <laughs> it's a hot sex scene, um, but also being like artistically shot and not like exploitative. Exploitative. You don't feel weird and uncomfortable with yourself after seeing it. Mm. Uh, it's a film where like there's bits where people are talking and they like fumble over their lines mm. but that just adds to it because people I mean if you listen to this podcast you will know people mess up while talking all the time <laughs> it, it's it's charming it's ex- it's charm yeah. this film every scene every shot oozes charm mm. there's so much personality to this film like the music, the way it's shot, the editing. There's like really, like there's some parts where like the scene just ends. Like mm. there's a bit where like um, two characters are having a uh, a confrontation about something, and then a third character walks in, and she goes, "Hi guys!" And the film, the scene just ends, just cuts, and we're on to the next thing. Mm. But like, there's like strange editing like that. There's like weird transitions weird fades from one scene to the next and it just all just adds to this like quirky charmy charming charming personality that just like is within the film mm-hmm. um and it's also 84 minutes oh i'm sold yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I always like to I'm tell you sold. i always love finding these like films that from mm. like they're just like oh it's only it's less than 90 minutes it's nothing better. And like, it's nothing better. And it's like, but it, it, it's automatically a three star film. <laughs> yeah, automatically <laughs> at least at least three and a half stars. <laughs> um, but it's just like it's um, it's a film that itself is like super charming and super nice and super very funny film. Like actually funny as well. Mm. There's some like awkward cringe humor in this film before cringe humor was a thing. I love that. I love um, that. And then there's just like lines where where people just like insult each other in a certain way, and it's like, <laughs> mm. like you actually laugh at the film, uh-huh. um, and then it's it itself is also a document or a documentary to say about the watermelon woman and yeah. like that thing and like investigating this person who I really should have looked up afterwards if she was real or not. <laughs> um, I'm sure, she was. I think because it's like. There's like maybe it's not maybe but regardless whether or not if the woman is real or not, it's still like a documentary about that thing that happened. 
Yeah, it's it's just like it's like it's a, it was a common thing. It wasn't just one person. No, it's just like okay, so the watermelon woman is just like it's just general a general thing. Yeah, yeah that means yeah, okay. yeah, black women are yeah. left out of black women. Yeah, and that's and in the, in the case of the film, the watermelon woman that she's chasing after is also a lesbian. So mm. it's like added on to that. It's like. And then she talks to people that like completely dismissed that aspect of her life, even though it was like common knowledge and like openly known mm. and everyone knows it, but people like ignore it and like investigating that and like how, you know, people, how society does that type of stuff. Um, Yeah, it's really, really cool. Mm. Really, really cool. Written by direct, written, directed, produced and starring, you know, this um, Cheryl... I can't think of her second name. Dunya. Give me a second. Yeah, take your time. Yeah, yeah, Cheryl. Cheryl Dunya. Cheryl Dunya. I don't know how to. Yeah, don't know how to pronounce it, but Dunny. It's um, it's a banger. It's a banger. Very good film. She's still going. It's super lighthearted as well. That's like super lighthearted. Mm. I haven't seen a film this lighthearted. I think like this is more lighthearted. This is way more lighthearted than Elsie's LS. Oh, fucking hell. CSL Punk. Uh-huh. It's way more lighthearted than that. And it's still like, you know, similar-ish vibes or narration and stuff like that, but it's a documentary. So, you know, yeah, It's good. Very, very good film. Mm. Yeah, she's, made, she's still making loads of... Uh, she makes TV shows. Mm. Uh, with the Umbrella Academy. Wally the Last Man. She did the Umbrella Academy? Oh, she directed a few episodes. No way. Uh, Lovecraft Country... Dear white people. Which episode of Lovecraft Country? Because I was watching that. Strange case. Do you have the number episode? Season one. I don't know. I don't have the number. Yeah. Uh, give me, give me, give me a second. Pull, take, pull that up. Take, take a second, there, Mark. Pull that up, Mark. I pull that up. Um, it's the fifth one. Oh, I didn't think I watched that one. I think I watched episode four. Uh, Lovecraft Country was good. It's just like, oh, it's not what I thought it was. It's like an episodic thing, mm. which made me. A lot less interested in it, but it's still very good. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't really act though. No, I think th- I don't think she does films either. I think this is her only feature-length film. Mm. But it's such a, it's a really good film, really yeah. good film. It's on movie, is it? Yeah, it's on movie. On movie now. I wish I had my movie prescription. Yeah, no, prescription. Yeah. I was watching on a fucking dodgy site, and then I, it popped up on. I was just scrolling through movie then while it was on the background. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Oh, I thought he was going to switch to, uh, you know, illegal streaming service. <laughs> you just like refuse to switch over to yeah. Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck you, movie. Should have made it more obvious. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, bless. Uh, but yeah. When we move on. Let's move on to, to our rec- recommended film of the week. Or two weeks. Or of the we episode. Every episode. We our recommended that. film of the episode. It's No, right. It's the recommended film of the week. We just recommend a film every two weeks. That's it. But this we just week, have an episode every two this weeks. week you should watch this film. This week, or maybe you, should. you shouldn't, depending on whether or not we like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a recommendation for like the next. Yeah. Should yeah. you watch this? Should you watch this film? Uh, uh, let us tell you. Uh, so the film for this week is the discreet charm of the bourgeoisie, a film by Louis Buñuel from I believe 1973, or maybe just 1970. Uh, yeah, it's 70s anyway. Um, but yeah, so this is a it's ninety sorry, it's actually nineteen seventy two. And it is a film, um synopsis here. A surreal, virtually plotless series of dreams centered around six middle class people and their consistently interrupted attempts to have a meal together. Which is basically what Owen just said. A little bit more <laughs> than middle class, I would say. Yeah, well they're the bourgeoisie. <laughs> 
They're pretty fucking minted. They live in a big, huge... They all live in huge gaps. Yeah, no, they're all minted, but, like, they're, like, middle class. It means they don't own anything or yeah. something like that. But, uh, yes, yeah, so this is a Louis Bunuel. This is the guy who did Le Chan. Unshan, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, thing's called. the one where he slits your woman's eye open. Yeah, and then there's the moon. Surreal. It's yeah. like a Dali film. Yeah, surreal is a montage. All that jazz. He didn't uh, direct all that jazz, though. No, that was that <laughs> was actually uh, that was Jodorowsky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is honestly, I have to say, on I have no fucking breeze. What was happening in this film? I'm not gonna lie, Mike. This film did nothing for me. <laughs> I was hoping that you would. I was yeah, hoping that you was, would. Man, I'm on a fucking stinker. <laughs> I'm on a stinker. It's about a two month run. Well, I haven't recommended like a stimulating film. Like this. This is like. I, I feel like this. I is was wh- mad. I was praying that you would have gotten something out of this film. I have nothing. I don't have anything. I don't. I like. I just like. It's surrealism. Like I feel like it's the kind of thing where I should have, uh, like. I feel like I should have watched it like three or four times, but then I'm also oh, like, but they, then I'm also like, ah, oh, that's kind of like defeating the purpose. Uh, but it's one of those, <coughs> one of those films where I'm just kind of like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, oh, yeah, but everything that is happening, I'm just like, yeah, because it's, it's not, right. It's not a crazy. It's not like Anshana Delu. Where it's like, you know, crazy kind of... It's like, not... The, the, I think it was guys... Sorry to interrupt, but you said that, like, this is somewhat similar to Daisy's. And watching, it was like... I mean, it kind of is, because, like, the whole plot is that these people never eat. Mm. But it's also... Nothing like Daisy's. Nothing like Daisy's, because yeah. Daisy's is so much more surreal than this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, last week, we had <laughs> Daisy's surrealism. You think of surrealism, you think of, you know... You know, not zany, but, like, you know, like, provocative um, collisions of imagery... Um, something that kind of like pulls, you know, like under the real, something that pulls them like the the hood up, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, like it kind of makes you think about how you process the image, process the meaning, stuff like that. This film, I don't think it, I don't think it's it's like an accident. I think it, I've, from what I've read, it's this film is intentionally done the way where it's a surrealist film, which doesn't is made not to feel surreal. It's made to feel as smooth and in control as possible. But like, what aspects of the fact that it's it's a nested? It's like it's like Inception, but like. But that's the thing is like anything that was surreal that would happen immediately, it would just be like then the person wakes up and it would zap all the surreal surreality or whatever surreality of uh, whatever had just happened. Mm. Like every time that I, I was like, oh, okay, right. So now it's starting to get to surreal, and then someone would wake up. I was like. So it's just a dream. Like, it's not even like, it's not even like, oh, it's super surreal and crazy things are happening and, like, I have to draw meaning from that. The meaning is, like, there's, like, fuck all subtext to what's going on. Oh, no, yeah. Like, it's literally, like, every dream sequence that happens is, here is this person's, like, anxiety or trauma or whatever laid bare to you. Like, there's no reading into this. I felt like, no reading into this required whatsoever. Mm. And it's like, okay, yeah, so rich people are fucking arseholes and have insecurities. Cool. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those cases where it's kind of like eight and a half where there's like a... um, This is like... The past five minutes have been total blasphemy. This is regarded as one of the greatest films ever made. I I know, man. This is is widely regarded as one of the greatest films ever made. uh, I think it's hilarious that, like, the two people I've talked about this film to, Mm. you, me, and Robin, 
all had the exact same opinion. It's like, yeah. it just didn't do nothing. I, I don't. But everyone around us it's in u- it's universally loved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't really understand. But uh, like I've read that it's supposed to be controlled. It's supposed to look kind of clean. It's supposed to be kind of like in disguise nearly. Uh, but as you say, like the the themes that are there, like the discreet, like it's in, it's it's kind of in the title, like, um, it's like the idea of like a denied desire, of like of of uh, of wishes being kind of undercut. Like the whole film is about the delaying of these six people having their dinner, mm-hmm. and there's something like you they know, can never meet up and just have a meal. Yeah, there's something absurd about that. Uh, but like every chapter and every like dream sequence and every kind of like every headspace we get into with each character is is like kind of like elaborations on that central kind of idea of um desire being postponed yeah and uh, being denied uh, and like the insatiability of that like how it kind of affects how the characters react how they see themselves how they see the world and stuff and uh, but like it's 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 um, I, like it is surreal. And it's like it, it's not all just dream sequences. Even at like the ground level reality, like things yeah. happen which don't make any sense, and the characters just accept it. Um, but like it's it, like for example, in the first scene, I think, um, one of the wives is just in a nightgown, but she has a coat over, mm-hmm. and she's just going to this fancy dinner, um, and that was like that's like one of the. One of the things that people point to is like this is like absurd. It's like what the like you kind of have to like look for it. Nearly, um, it's like. What do you mean you just saw it and was like? Mm. Like for me, it's a, whoa! Yeah, what that's, the what the, that's what I mean. Like when I'm watching something, sur- when I'm watching surrealism, I want striking images that like do something and that like are provocative. I see a woman just wearing a nightgown. I even said that she's wearing a nightgown that looks like a fucking suit, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. she looks like she's wearing a suit, but like, oh no, it's a nightgown. But it's just like I don't, and I guess yeah, that's the point. Is that like oh, it's meant you're meant to look for the the surrealism within the film. Mm. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> I don't want to have to look for if you're if I have to look for the surrealism. It's not really surrealism, is it? <laughs> just weird reality. Mm, yeah is that is that that's it that's that's not true but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no it just it, it's not the film that you would expect it to be but not in like the good kind of way or at least for me anyway like no it, i agree the, like what i'd compare this to negatively would be weekend by godard which i watched nearly like two or three months ago which is like uh which i think you would like mm. um i think it's on movie as well it's it's actually it's 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 basically about the same thing. It's actually like the more I think about it, it's like it's <laughs> it's basically the same film. <laughs> uh, but it's it's about it's about bourgeois people who are like victimized by a terrorist group, like Maoist mm-hmm. terrorists. Oh, I vaguely remember you um, talking about this. Yeah, yeah, and it's like them going through the countryside. And there's like bodies on the. Like it's it's sur- it's what you imagine. What I imagine this film to be is basically I imagine it to be Weekend. Yeah, you imagine uh, they have a different film by a different director. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I imagine. Well, I liked Weekend. I really yeah. liked Weekend. And um, but like, yeah, in Weekend, there's like this famous scene where they're driving down a road, 
for ages. And there's loads of people like there's cars like piled up. There's like bodies everywhere. There's just like viscera on the side of the road. And this like bourgeois rich couple are just like just like yeah da 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 da. da. It's like it's not like you know oh it's so deep man. Mm-hmm. But it's surreal. Yeah, it's surreal. It's like you, you you're not like reading into it. Like the message is there. You don't have to like. There's no crazy analysis. It's just like it's saying. And what needs to be said, that's the point of the film. And then, like, it's it's more complex. It's more engaging. Yeah. Um, like, the whole, as a, as a complete text. Um, and there's, like, lo- there's like loads of great dialogue. And uh, it's, it's re- like, really colorful. And uh, it's surreal in the sense that, like, things happen which just do not make sense. But make you think about, you know, juxtapose images which make you kind of think about, you know, what those juxtapositions mean and how it relates to mm-hmm. the real world and stuff like that. Um, this film is like is the same idea, but formally the reverse. Mm-hmm. It's 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 all those ideas, but the film is pretty much played straight in the sense of like film grammar and like editing and stuff. You know, yeah, that's. <laughs> Which, but there's part yeah. of it that I like. Like some of that, I I really like. Like I like the bit where. They go to the general's house or the lieutenant's gaffer, colonel, whatever fucking position Perry is, and they're walking around. And you, as the audience, are like they're clearly on a on like a stage mm. or something like that. But the characters don't react to that. But like you, as the audience, are like they're clearly on a stage. So at that point, it's like cool, right? This is we're getting into the third. We're, like it was literally an hour into the film. It's like okay, right? We're getting into the third act. Things are going to get weird. Mm. And then it's revealed, no, they are on a stage. And it's actually the inner anxieties of one of the characters who's terrified of like being publicly shamed and outed. And then he wakes up. Mm. And then it's revealed that when he wakes up, then it's within another character's dream. I was like, okay, cool. That's just Inception. But anyway. <laughs> Inception did <laughs> it first. I've seen this. Yeah, Inception <laughs> did it first. Um... <laughs> um but like that, it's just like I feel like there's a way. Maybe it's just for me. It just, it just none of it did anything for me. No, I, I know what you mean. I really like mean. I didn't. I watched it, and every scene happened. I was like, "Yeah, that was grand. Yeah, that was grand. It's a well shot film. Very well acted. Nice yeah. sets. Nice colors. Beautifully shot. Oh, look, the priests have to kill someone." That's interesting. Ah, mm. oh, it's a dream. Isn't that interesting? Again. Again. <laughs> like, just mm. none of it hit yeah. at all. <laughs> Honestly, Weekend is, is a much better film than this. Should have recommended Weekend. Weekend. I already, <laughs> already did Weekend. Uh, weekend. Honestly, you should watch Weekend. I know, oh, I will. Really good, really good. Really good movie. Um, and way more our vibe. In terms of like what I was trying to go with, I want with something. Yeah, I think I want something. No, because I even like films that are like I was thinking, but I want something more visceral and more engaging. But like even at that, like no, not even. I just want. I just think maybe the themes are just boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. That the themes are just fucking nothing. <laughs> they don't really. It's like it's 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 nothing. Nothing groundbreaking, you know. Man. I was expecting like an insight from this film to put out a thought, mm. like engage me in a way that's like, oh, 
yeah, I've never thought about that before. Mm. But that didn't happen in the slightest. Or uh, like a striking image. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of any. I can't think of any imagery from this film. Mm. It's like if you think like modern surrealists, David Lynch go to like have a lot of. Oh Jesus! Yeah, loads, loads of like striking imagery, like that's his thing. That's kind of the thing behind surrealism, and then even like Bunuel, obviously, like the eye mm-hmm. shit, you know, and Salvador Dali and all, all that stuff. Um, but this film, it's, it's it plays it really, really straight. I think that's apparently that's the idea, and uh, but just it's just kind of counterintuitive. Maybe we just haven't reached, we haven't prestige in yeah. surrealism enough to understand that it actually loops back in on itself. Yeah, and man, the real is actually the surreal, and everything we see is actually plain truth. Imagine if that's what it was. Is like it's actually just a bog standard film. Yeah, surrealist though. It's surrealist Isn't if you it? think about it. If you think about it, it's actually all surreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, another dud for me. My apologies. Like a Ken Loach film is like it's all surreal. Surreal, <laughs> kitchen sink realism. Yeah. Surreal. It's, it's actually surreal if you think about it. It's surreal how real it is. Yeah, it's so real. It's surreal. Yeah. Don't worry, Mark. I've a I've a film. You got a banger. I got a film cooking in up, the oven. Queued up now. That um, it won't be a dud because I think we will react to it. Okay, let's do it. My pick for episode one one three. Oh, will be. The 2006, 2008, 2000s sequel to The Wicker Man, The oh, Wicker Tree. I like this. I like this. I like the idea. I like the idea. That's it. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Right? It's directed by the same guy that directed The Wicker Man. Is it? Yep. <laughs> Robin Hardy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's directed by him. It is a, it's a reimagining and sequel of oh, yeah. The Wicker Man. Mm. This is not the Nick Cage remake. Mm. I need to make this clear. It's mm. not the same film. This is a different film. But it's also from the 2000s. It's, it's got good. a 1.7 on Letterboxd. <laughs> Universally hated. Oh, God. And I need to know. I need to know. Even if we hate it, there's, there'll be a lot to talk about. Because we can talk about The Wicker Man again. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about how bad it is, why it's bad, and like why The Wicker Man was good. And that, yeah, you know. Because this guy direct, has directed three films on Letterboxd. Mm. The Wicker Man, some murder mystery thing from like a couple years after The Wicker Man, and then did nothing until the 2000s where he directed this. Yeah, I've 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 I remember reading about it. I didn't know. Yeah, I I've, think because it's I've read about it as well. Mm, I'd read about it, but that, that's that is a good show. Provocative, provocative, a conversation piece. I had two films in mind. Okay, and knowing that you didn't like the bourgeoisie, I was like, oh, I'll give him something you really want. Like, <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Okay, I got some passion in him. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, this will this will ignite my passions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, have, I have a feeling I'll be bizarrely sympathetic to this film. I mean, I don't know what the film is. Like, I, I don't know anything about it. I have not seen a screenshot from this film. I've only seen mm. the poster. It's a very confusing poster. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I just feel for some... I get the vibe I'm going to be sympathetic to. It. I'm going to defend it. I'm going to be an apologist. I, I would I, I get love that vibe. You, you do. I get that vibe. So I'm going to gonna start writing some notes. <laughs> writing a speech. Here we go. You know, manifesto. The next episode will be more scripted than usual. Because, you know, we script our, our podcasts. We, yeah, we script every dent like every single, like, you know, the stutters. Every, like, like fifth stutter is, yeah. is 
you know, written like that one there. <laughs> yeah, the, the flourishes. We because the, the editing process is so thorough that we don't we edit out any sort of that isn't part of the script is 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 is, is edited out. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my. Well, we leave out there. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Next week, we're talking. No, two weeks time. We're talking about the Wicker Tree, two thousand six. When did that fucking film come out? I don't know. <laughs> directed by, directed by whatever your mom's name is. <laughs> directed by your mom. Yeah, wherever your mom is. Robin Hardy. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.